Welcome back to another episode of Armed and Delicious. My name's Cole Bay. My name's Nathan Bassett, and thank you for tuning in to this episode. How are you doing, Cole? I'm good. I'm pretty good. Not getting up to too much this week. Uh, Nathan, I know you're getting up to some stuff. Yeah, so um, I know last episode when we talked about me going on an externship, I actually went, my first day was the following day of that recording session, and keep in mind, I haven't been in the kitchen for oh, months, three, three months maybe, you know, and it was, it was rough. I mean, uh, I've been in that restaurant before, and it's, it's nothing new, but it's just some, some, uh, you know, dusting of the gears, you know, you get used to it. Um, I don't know. I had a lot of fun though. I gotta say like being back, it's really nice going back to roots. And I think it's just something that, uh, I really needed after being home all, you know, quarantine and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, last weekend, you know, it was Valentine's day weekend. So I think you can imagine the amount of orders these lovely couples had for a fine dining restaurant. Yeah, and were you guys doing outdoor dining, or was it just to-go? Unfortunately, we were not. We're still under lockdown orders, so we are doing to-go. As a restaurant, we had to, you know, try to spice things up a bit, bit, try to, you know, make new ideas. So we offered a a three-course tasting menu, you know, wine pairings, cocktail pairings, your choice. And we also included a kit. So if you wanted to make the menu at home, we would simply mise out all of the portions, the ingredients, and you could plate it and finish off, you know, if you wanted to impress right, right. your uh, yeah. significant other, that, hey, a lot of people ordered it, and it seemed to work out well. And yeah. We had a lot of orders that came in that day. I, it was it was long, and um, yeah, it was just, it was a, I think it was a great idea. It was a great opportunity for a restaurant to uh, you know get back on its feet especially when it was hard to get orders in from before because of quarantine but uh i think this was definitely one wake-up call for me you know like <laughs> yeah just throw you into say, it yeah I just say yeah just throw you into it not even it's not even like a soft <laughs> push they, they threw me yeah in. they put was, you in on like the hardest week of the year yeah this is no no joke um i was talking to like some of my coworkers that worked there for a year, maybe a year and a half, and they're just like, I think this is the worst service I've ever had in my life. <laughs> just because for a small amount of people for such big orders, right? We don't usually serve like 120, you know, for tasting menus. Yeah, we serve less than that. It's based pretty on small. A, yeah, it's a it's a small restaurant, so we used to do more reservation based, but working 130 orders and. I'm going to be honest with you. I meased out because I am the prep cook and the line cook. So I'm there in the morning preparing for how much I'm expecting. We expected at least 112. And then like midday, we get more orders that were already put in the system. So we had no choice. So at that point, I had to figure out how am I going to get 20 portions into the, you know, through the night. And it's just, it's scary. I managed to do it, you know, we managed to get all orders in and I think, you know, I've never had so much anxiety in my life behind that line. It was really, you know, Hey, you crazy. made it. Yeah, I made it. When I lay down in bed that night, I thought to myself, I'm alive. The yeah. day before, the, the night Somehow. before, yeah, the night before, 
I laid in bed thinking I was having nightmares, like just imagining <laughs> that night, like, okay, what's going to happen? How am I going to do this? What yeah, is your plan? I, that was definitely, I remember feeling like that before we had like our practicals. It was like, mm-hmm. okay. Right. Yeah. I like it, everything mm-hmm. is fully memorized and then you go mm-hmm. through it and like you have stress dreams about forgetting your celery in the walk-in. Yeah. I had, so my dish, I was working the garbage station. It was uh, a great selection of beets, different ways they're prepared. You had gold beets pickled, a honey roasted. You had some salt baked red beets, raw yeah. beet chips, deep fried, all in it with a, you know, a horseradish creme fraiche and, you know, a splash of truffle vinaigrette. It was, it was really good, honestly. And the, the amount of beets I've worked with was <laughs> ungodly. Yeah, I was permanently stained hands. Yeah, no. Uh, luckily, the red beets. There was only one, but uh, like dish um, preparation of it. But you had chiogas, you had golden beets, and then you had you know yellow beets, and it was just a lot. And I I, I slept that night thinking, uh, what am I going to do with all these beets? How many do I have enough <laughs> orders of these beets? Because if you look in our region, boxes of beets. All belong to me and i was i was responsible for all of it oh yeah it, yeah so i think out of the highlight of preparing all of that i would say i feel pretty good of learning how to salt bake things now yeah there you, you go know, packing you know packing salt into beets is probably the worst task you can do for uh preparation takes hours just because i know I've, I've never done it before but i'm starting to get the hang of things but yeah it, memorable I, I... memorable uh <laughs> memorable service that's all i can oh, yeah. say valentine's day i'm putting that up there right now it's my worst service i've ever had <laughs> the worst service you've ever had so far so far that's right so far it will get worse it will get worse. don't worry don't yeah. worry it'll get worse i told i told my chef I've, I've never had service like this but i'm i'm happy to say that i finally have and he's like that's that's what being a you know a yep. chef is all about and i hey i'm hoping for the best for you know any other people going on extension right now hoping for uh better yeah. things for you guys <laughs> <laughs> fewer beats maybe yeah fewer beats i i remember doing something like that i used to do catering mm-hmm. yeah and through high yeah, school so you have, so you I have would, larger portions yeah i, I would do that. like 300 mm-hmm. servings and so i and you know and i pick one dish that i'm doing that day and I'm like okay right. i'm gonna do I, and of course i made the recipe so i don't know why i did this to myself but i would like have to quarter and de-seed cherry tomatoes like what am Mm -hmm. i doing why did i why did i tell them i was going to do this but i had to do that for like 300 portions and so you can imagine i was like quartering them Mm -hmm. in these tiny cherry tomatoes and like i don't even remember what it was for but they liked it i guess because i got paid so and they must not be too bad but um, yeah it's just like you sort of you get into that zone and then you just totally space out Mm -hmm. it's just kind of doing it uh, it really yeah. is. I, I was I had that same moment, you know, during service. I, like I said, I was running short on portions, so I had to grab some baked beets already. But you know, they had to be peeled, they had to be cut, yeah, into portions yeah. and I mean, wedges. It's not like you can just serve it as it is, like right? So, as I was burning through my portions in my um, in my uh, in your reach um, in, yeah, my reach in my my hotel pans and stuff like that i i had to get more so every you know break like two minute break i had i was peeling beets and cutting them trying to race against the orders that came in at that time so it was just like 
Yeah, you know, I know it's like, oh, hey, get your mise en place ready, right? Like, <laughs> I, I had, I had more people come in than more expected, so yeah. that's that was the issue here. Well, you remember when we were in, um, when we were in the kitchen for Gatehouse, when mm-hmm. we had the the tomato panzanella, right? I and mean, that was that was how that was every day because you yeah. would cut up the the tomatoes, and I remember mm-hmm. I made you that little McDonald's style plating diagram you yeah would put up on the station which was hilarious mm-hmm. to see it was no it was it was great it worked out fine like i, I knew how to play things from there on yeah. out so but it was good but the thing about that is you know tomatoes only last <laughs> so long so right. you cut them up and then you gotta like okay I, there's a gap where no one's coming in for another couple minutes so i now mm-hmm. i gotta slice tomatoes as many tomatoes yeah, as i possibly exactly. can yeah you know you don't want to cut them before like a day before service. yeah well then yeah. they get all soft and soggy yeah and it's just leaching out all the juices and stuff yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean it's kind of like that but like times literally times 10 because we would do like maybe 15 portions Mm -hmm. in the yeah you can't you can't just cut them up and just be like here you get one tomato it's (laughs) just not how yeah and you can't just slap the whole thing on there yeah that too it's it's all about presentation and just edible bite sizes um yeah i mean i miss gatehouse service I remember we were just <laughs> 25 at max. Oh my gosh. No, not even 25. Maybe. 25 if you were doing like two dishes. Yeah, but that's just. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and this was two order. So this wasn't a tasting menu. So it's just. Yeah. If pe- you have 25 people, maybe at least one fourth of them would order your dish. So you'd have yeah. five, five all day, six all day. That's true. Yeah, especially and, when we were out in the uh, live fire. Yeah. I mean, you'd end up with like, I mean, there are people who would come in and order one of everything. Mm-hmm. So you have to make, True. and more than one person would do that. Yeah. So then you have to make like 20 servings of whatever thing you're making. But, it, yeah. you know, they're a little bit easier, especially when you're looking at like a pita spread. Like I would make right. easily 20 pita spreads mm-hmm. in an I know. hour. Yeah. I guess it was also a shorter time period too. True. It was, I want to say an hour. It was maybe maybe service? an hour, not, probably yeah. not even a whole hour. Yeah, for service for us, it was five thirty to last call would be seven thirty, but we would fire fifteen minutes advance, so we'd start at like maybe five o'clock. Right. Yeah. So two and a half hours worth of service is I had definitely longer. And yeah, but even that's not wise, that long. Yeah. So I really took gatehouse service for granted. I didn't realize <laughs> it'd be that. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, real you life. Just, you don't just get to yeah, show you don't up just... and do 15 portions and call it yeah. a day. Yeah, it, it really isn't. I I counted, when making beats, I counted, so we had, a yeah, right, we had 128 that day. Each beat wow. represented one portion. So I had, like, 130 beats. And keep in mind, these, like, maybe 150 just because I, I wanted to play safe, right? It's, right. Line cook, well, prep, it's not like a beat's going to go yeah. bad in a one yeah. day, so. It's just in case. Um I had a imagine 140 beats just salt packing by yourselves. Is and these were not like these were yeah these are big would, boys right yeah, these are yeah these are pretty big boys so my man oh man I I don't know yeah I'm, I'm and then scared you of get to go back to work on uh, tomorrow yeah. right and um, and work yeah. some more beats um we are, I think we are doing a new menu oh, so okay. it is now. a it is a prep day dedicated prep day no service plus so. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever new menu it is, I'll talk more about it next episode. But right. um, I'm interested to see how it's going to go. Hopefully, it's not more beats. 
it's more beats i probably will cry I'm, I'm si- beats, beats I'm are super you know, in season right now right so I'm, I'm, I'm i'm seeing a lot luck. of restaurants yeah that's why we're doing it i'm seeing a lot of restaurants doing it it's just just i'm sick of beats if i'm gonna be honest with you if i look at another <laughs> beat i don't think i can eat it yeah. Well, good thing you, you're not the one eating. You're the one prepping. So I'm the one prepping. It's and people no seem worries. to like it. So you know, I'm happy to see it. I really am. Yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Cole here. We'd like to thank the lovely people who do contribute to our show. Uh, so thank you to Shelby Georgievich for creating our artwork. You can find her at sgeorgievich.com. Thank you to Dominic Rance and Alexis Joel and Pierre for our theme music. Uh, And of course, as always, thank you to everyone who is listening right now. Uh, Of course, you can also find us on Instagram at armeddelicious, and you can contact us by email with any questions or comments at armeddelicious at gmail.com. So I I always get this question, right, from especially for my friends who go to other schools Mm -hmm. about what the people are like at culinary school um because you know they'll see like the photos and they'll see social media stuff and like it's me and you and like a guy that's twice our age and right yeah Uh, like like a 16 year old hanging out together Uh because that's just who's there yeah that's just the the people we work with the students that are you know by our sides in the kitchen yeah so so they ask a lot about like what they're like and and Mm -hmm. i you know i always tell them that they're there's a lot of non-traditional, non-traditional students. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think, you know, maybe we should talk about what that means. Yeah. So, so Nathan, I mean, like you're friends with a lot of the people who are sort of non-traditional or international, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely not your average, you know, college students. You'd see a lot of people your age. Don't get me wrong. A majority of the people there are our age yeah i would say, say about half, half or 60 percent yeah. yeah it's 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 more common uh to see people straight from high school because it's a career path that you know we obviously chose there are a few people that are um definitely older than us um these people probably twice our age um going through like career changes and it it's cool to see you know some had you know, history and uh, different backgrounds of work, and they just decided, you know, hey, I want to pursue this career. There's a lot of uh, international students, uh, right? Surprisingly, and, and there's a lot of overlap there too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like one of our classmates was in med school, um, yeah, and then decided that he's gonna stop doing that, yeah, pursue. and uh, go into cooking, which yeah, is like a completely yeah. different, uh, yeah seen some business majors from older colleges and you know to say hey i think this is what i want to do people you know people come from different backgrounds yeah different parts of the world there's a a lot lot of of, uh military ex-military yeah there's a few veterans military yeah there's a few veterans out there um you know great thing for them is that they do get their whole um tuition paid so you know they're they're enjoying and a lot of people are there for different reasons too. Uh, surprisingly, some just some just don't want to be a chef, so, right? It's it's weird. Some just want to learn <laughs> the art of cooking and yeah. learn from the best of the best. And I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about it. But like, hey, they they're able to, you know, pay for it and be there. That's that's a great skill to learn, honestly. 
you know, yeah. you're, you're well, learning a lot of state of the art, um, yeah. you know, chefs techniques learning too. with equipment and techniques. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people our age, like people that I know that go to other schools don't really know how to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will always, I don't know if they do this to you, but they'll always send me photos of when they cook things. Yeah. They do that yeah, for me constantly. sometimes. They'll ask, hey, is this right? Or Yeah. And like I what do you have think? no yeah. idea. I've never seen this thing you're made making before. So yeah. go for it, I guess. But um, I, I yeah. like they'll ask me questions and I'll just be like, Yeah, it looks you know, it's something I would eat, like, right? I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna critique them like a chef. Obviously it's because they're just trying to get <laughs> Yeah, food I'm not gonna stomachs. grade them. Right, yeah. It, it's it's funny to see here and there friends family right. will ask me questions but the the ones i love is when i see them like posted on their social but and they don't ask me about it mm-hmm. but then i see it and like that's really good yeah. i just feel a little proud because like maybe yeah. i'll like they'll ask me before and then i uh-huh. give them a little tip and like oh he's doing the thing he's doing it he's doing it yeah and then you know, he's basing his steak yeah. look at him i'll say something and i'll just be like hey that looks good and then they just be like oh my god it's um kid from culinary school actually complimented my food like i'm doing something right and it's just like yeah, i mean you know if it looks good to, to me i'm sure it looks good to other people too yeah that's just yeah it's just really how it is yeah yeah but um a lot of a lot of different uh, people you'll meet and i guess here at graystone i don't know really how much yeah i can't really speak hyde for hyde park to be i want to say it's probably more diverse than high park just because it's uh the the mothership of <laughs> the whole cia yeah you know? i feel like i think from what i've heard from the students that that go there and then come to graystone on <laughs> their focus semester so yeah. like if they come for wine studies or for advanced baking mm-hmm. um for the most part they tell me that it's it's a little bit more like straight out of high school students than it is the older students right yeah, I mean, same um, thing. For but there's still definitely a lot of like military vets, um, and you know, there's a significant like, portion of non-traditional students and international students too. I'm yeah. yeah, I think there's more international students there than there were at, than there are currently In, at Greystone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see um, it. Yeah, just because it's bigger too. Right. You know, yeah. I see the volume's gonna be higher. Mm-hmm. Um, there's York, also, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also People students who show up at, you know, they enroll and they're younger than usual. Right. Um, like, I think there, as far as I know, there were three in the last couple of years mm-hmm. who started early and one of them was like 16. Mm, yeah. Um, he might I've, have been 17 by the time he enrolled, but he was yeah. younger than we were when we started. He started before us. I've heard people um, just, they knew from the start that they really wanted to go to CIA, like, I forgot who it was, but, you know, I remember telling me, like, I think as a, as a freshman, I knew, like, hey, wow. I wanted to be a chef, you know. For me, I I think it was junior year, entering senior year, I was, like, starting to, like, put put my hands yeah, out and say, hey, this is, yeah, this is my career I chose. But, uh, yeah, there's just some people that knew from a young age and probably yeah. just wanted to get into it as soon as they can and get started. That's true. You do see a few in in the school, or yeah. In this campus too. Yeah, I think I was in junior year when I just like just really decided this is what, what yeah. I was gonna do. Um, because before that, it's hard to say. Like you don't, you're not really looking at colleges. Like mm-hmm. you haven't really thought about anything beyond high school at that point. Yeah. And it's 
it's not a traditional college so obviously it's not going to be the first place in your mind yeah you know? i mean i don't think... my counselors i don't think even remotely thought it was going to be yeah an option although it, i don't know my counselor was pretty dialed into the the culinary uh -huh. scene at our high school so that's good yeah i mean i've had i've heard maybe two three students in my old high school or i mean maybe stretch it as far as our uh our uh school or like you know like, yeah, like your district district yeah right district yeah. that also chose the same path it's it's something you don't really see maybe yeah high school wise a little different for me because mm -hmm. i think i'm the i mean graystone alone i think i'm the fourth or the i'm the fifth from mm -hmm. my high school to right. be there okay that's cool and so it's it's pretty common well yeah. i say pretty common there's like two thousand students so mm -hmm. out every year there's maybe one so one percent goes to cia which i guess is yeah. a lot more than most schools mm -hmm. um so you know that was it definitely seemed like more of an option to me than maybe to people in other schools or other right. districts yeah. yeah i think it's also like kind of a nice thing to see when you meet students they're you know your age you're just um also coming from a high school maybe not too far from you or me yeah yeah well, i mean I, like i mean there's so many people from the bay area that like that's yeah, just was, how we yeah. knew them like i was surprised eight, to see or, you that. know a lot of yeah. our friends are from that area yeah aiden yeah aiden's one of them yeah aiden really Nate, not too far you and me uh, and a lot of well, like a lot of people so yeah. like just way way more than i thought there were gonna be mm -hmm. so like oh yeah i'm from you know this town oh, like i live five minutes from your yeah, house you know <laughs> you know exactly where you know they went to school or where they yeah. lived it's yeah they're, they're pretty close to you know from where you are and I, I that's pretty cool i like it and then you you obviously have students from other states people you know from the midwest coming all the yeah. way to california people yeah. from i just thought that was interesting is there were more midwesterners than i thought there were gonna yeah. be i thought they would maybe go towards new york but i guess it's yeah. warmer in california right so i thought it was weird how a lot of people that were East Coast didn't go to the Hyde Park campus. Yeah, there are a few. There's, there's a good number. Yeah, as I as much as I would love to go to Hyde Park, I just thought, you know, I don't really want to leave California at the moment. Maybe stay with yeah. family a little bit and, and enjoy just, the uh, yeah the nice warm winter. It was longer. it was also easier to commute, you know, just on the weekends and stuff, just to be with family. So yeah. like, that's my reason. Um, I just. I guess people really love California from from what I heard, at least when I talked to them. Hey, I mean, I can't blame them. Yeah, at least when I talked to East Coast people, they just said, hey, you know, I think I thought the idea of sunny California and the grapevines <laughs> and, you know, best wine, you know, vineyards in the, the world. The grapevines are pretty nice. Yeah. And it's cool to see, like, okay, I like that. You know, you decided to come here instead of yeah, yeah. I Park, which a lot of people would assume you go to if you go to cia right well i mean our campus had what at at, at peak it had probably 300 300 students at like peak peak yeah i want to say around there which and is then, you know compared to i mean that's like the size of most regular colleges like a lecture room yeah like 100%. we could all fit all of our students could fit in there we're not like, uh, i mean i pretty much knew everyone who was at the school <clears throat> In mm -hmm. our second semester, yeah. at least. You, 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 so, the, faces, the faces are all familiar. You'd probably know their names, too, even if you'd never talked to them in your life. But Yeah. That's just... I mean, you, might, you don't know them, but you know somebody who knows them. Yeah. And, and at a normal school, you know, most colleges, you're like, oh, yeah, that's like that you, guy. 
Oh, you he's, go here? He lives yeah, here, I guess. I've, I don't know. I've been here for two years. Oh. I'm your roommate. Yeah, I'm your <laughs> I'm just I'm just down the hall. Oh, me me too. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Well, there's also that. like other schools have parties, I guess. But there's just the student yeah. body at, at CIA is not large enough to support a party because you can have mm. everyone at the whole school show up. Yeah, you really can. It's 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 cool. It's cool to see yeah. actually. I don't know. Maybe I wonder how it is in Singapore. I actually don't. I don't know. It's smaller uh, than it's it is, even smaller than Greystone. Right. So, so I don't know if it's more like a. You live in a, an apartment in Singapore. I don't even know if there's dorming. If I'm going to be I honest with you, there's no dorms in San Antonio. Is what I know. Mm, okay. That's all. That's pretty much all I know about San yeah. Antonio. Is there's no dorms. I think. Yeah, I don't hear much about the San Antonio campus really. Yeah. Even uh, like social media wise, just. I don't see much going on there. I, don't know. I feel like they get more social media attention than we did. Grace, uh, San Antonio than, campus? Yeah, than Greystone did, does. Hmm, interesting. Um, okay. And I, like, I see a lot of the Greystone stuff on social media because I still have friends that go there. And yeah. And I have, you know, I follow their student affairs account and all that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get a good amount of stuff. And I follow the chefs that are, will allow me to follow them. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but, like... On just on the regular social media, I feel like New York and I mean obviously New York gets the most, right? Because that's yeah. the number one. That's where everybody goes. So Yeah. I mean when the time comes that we head to New York, I want to see how different it is, you know. Yeah. They have a lot more restaurants than we did. Yeah, the egg is all we had I two. want to know. They've got the egg. That's all I want to see. I am curious about the egg. Yeah. And we have to we have to do like we have a point system now, from what I understand. Yeah, so you have to buy points to spend at the restaurants. At Grayson, mm-hmm. there's no points. Just well, like, act, technically, there were mean. points because you used to be able to spend. If you're a New York student transferring to Graystone, oh, you could true. carry over the points you had and use them at the restaurants. That's, so at the cafe, really at, yeah. at the Illy, and at um, Gatehouse, you could use your points. Mm-hmm. But not, I mean, you don't do that anymore because that's all free now. So yeah. We have no choice. The food's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We do, we all serve students, so right. So that's all free. So I mean, I guess we're not taking bachelor students right now, so it's not really an issue. But um, mm-hmm. and in Greystone, you just show up, and there's food. Yeah. You know, if it's like seven o'clock, there's like three there's buffets food full of food lying there. Yeah. Chilling at dinner, so you you know you you mm-hmm. pick what you whatever you want, and you don't worry about checking out or anything. You just go. Right. Which is, so it'll be weird going to New York and like experiencing that, I guess. Yeah, because I always went, you know, on the clock when food was served yeah. at the buffet. Well, yeah, right? you got to wait for the bell to ring. I'm sure you can just, I don't know how it works, but I'm just assuming that you just go and, you know, it's open until it closes. And you don't have to weird. worry about, I guess, necessarily food running out. That was always my biggest fear in <laughs> Greystone at the buffet. I was never line. afraid of the food running out, but I was always a little bit scared of what I wanted running out. I was scared of the the favorited food that I yes. liked. That's it would one be like I, you know, what was it? I didn't, the naan would always run out fast, and the sushi it, would always run out fast. Any from what I learned, any big protein would yep, go by the window. Steaks would go proteins out so fast. Proteins would go by the window so quick that you'll never get to touch them if you don't but the soup the you have as much soup as you want you have as much soup and salads it's just yeah. a common theme Unlimited i mean soup and salad. obviously it's it's how 
food works, you know, even outside the school. <laughs> it's always a favorite. Yeah, but... soup and salads, maybe not the <clears throat> highest on the priority list for a lot of people. Yeah, but... for a lot of people. And I guess I'm one of those people. There too. were some good soups, though, I got to say. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of soups. I would be able to take them home. We were able to take food home if we had, you know, the option. I guess, I don't know, beforehand. I guess we kind of did. Before kinda we did. didn't. But it now was more we, like they yeah. wanted you to, you know, enjoy it. But I guess having that uh, slack of, you know, bringing food home to go now just because of the current situation. Yeah. I think but, they're probably going to keep that. I feel like that was really nice, actually, being able to do yeah. that. They, they had, yeah, they had boxes ready for you. And that was, I think that was really nice. Yeah. But I don't know. The egg is going to be different now. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what the egg is like. I know there's there's a brewery on campus that's run by the mm, students and like cool. so that'll be cool to see. Um, technically, Greystone has a series of wines, although I'm pretty sure only one vintage was ever made. Yeah, but there's three different kinds that you can buy once it reopens. I think they still have them, but like mm-hmm. to be honest, I have no idea. But we don't mm-hmm. have anything like that. Although it would be cool if Wine Club did something like that. Yeah, like ran a winery. Right, yeah. I mean, hopefully, we have competing wineries again <laughs> around us. I just think that's funny. Yeah. We have crazy big wineries, but I don't know. We get our wines from uh, a lot of the winery process, right? Our Greystone wines. I don't uh, Behringer. Right, yeah, Behringer. Um, yeah, I think that's where we bought the grapes from. Although mm-hmm. it, they may have been grown by the farm to table students back when they were allowed mm, to be there. That makes sense, yeah. Because um, I know they used to have a, a farmer's market booth. Actually, they used to have a little tiny booth in front of the door that you could buy things at that, Nathan, you wanted to buy the lemongrass, but you didn't have any money for, and then the lemongrass right. never came back. Never came back. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, I, I just like making lemongrass tea. It was just something you know I enjoy just to drink on the DL. But... Um, it's just like I I just take I just buy my own lemongrass at the grocery store. That's yeah. really how it is. Well, so I never thought about it, but there's like a few lemongrass plants on campus that you could have just taken lemongrass from. Yeah. But I don't I saw know that. where they were. I don't, I don't yeah, I was going to say I think they I don't really know how to harvest lemongrass. So it's like you stock. just have to take the whole root stalk out. I don't know if you I have no idea. Yeah. I've never done it but, before. But I mean, I I guess we missed our chance on that yeah. one, but hopefully, hope, hope they bring it back. Could though. have had so much lemongrass tea. Yeah, I do hope they bring it back though. Yeah, it was really nice to see new, <laughs> new uh, organic products that were you know. Yeah, there. it was always cool to see like what showed up in the little farm stand. Yeah, I like so that. That was that was fun. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, I think that's all we've got for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode, episode twenty. If I am correct. correct, if I'm not correct, you won't hear this part, but I, uh, <laughs> if I'm correct, it's episode 20. Uh, I've been Cole Bay. And I've been Nathan Bassett. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Should have mentioned you too, Cole. Oh. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs>